As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Guys in Ties podcast. This is Dustin. I've got Rob with me on the phone. We are still being distant because we are good citizens. Rob, how are you doing today? I'm great, man. You know, same as last week, like you said, wish we were doing this in person, but glad to just be doing it in general. Yeah, me too. I've got a cat on my lap, so at some point he may start chewing on my headphone wires again, but if that happens, I will make sure to uh, stop it. But uh, before we get into it today, we are going to be talking about some of our favorite memories as UVA fans. And we're going to do it in kind of three different categories. We're going to talk about uh, basketball memories. We're going to talk about football memories. And then we're going to talk about just kind of other sports-related memories. And we're going to do it specifically by games that we watched, uh, games that we watched live, games that we watched um, not in person, so like on TV. And I think we're going to do that. So we're going to have six different categories. It's going to be super fun. And we're doing this because there's not a lot of stuff coming out right now, which is normal for, you know, end of June, middle of July. But you, especially with coronavirus and there's just not as much content going on right now, you know? Yeah. Well, it's also like the content that like we normally would try to do now, like football previews or like spring workouts mm-hmm. and stuff it's like we've kind of already done that you know it's like because we had nothing we else to like, do yeah, yeah. We didn't have anything last month so we're, we're making the best do we can here yeah so we're gonna get right into it but before we do that we would like uh to take a minute and talk about our sponsor bet online there's no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July, but right now UFC boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer have all resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devout gamblers to check out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. UVA football is the softest bunch of cream puffs, bow tie wearing, brie cheese eating, NASCAR wearing wussies I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to punch people from UVA right in the neck. suits to games. <laughs> That's absurd. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Rob, do you want to start with basketball, football, or your kind of non-revenue sport memories let's start with basketball man because 
like like we kind of said, basketball, you know, especially recently for guys like me and Dustin, you know, we've probably been fans of UVA for, you know, what, call it 15 years or so, 15 years of at least like remembering events and being able to go to events, you know, both in our early mid twenties. Um, basketball has a little bit more of the recent memories, <laughs> at least than football does. Right. Um, you know, in person basketball for me, you know, it's got to be the national championship, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could even you could even throw in that Auburn game before Texas Tech if you wanted to. But, you know, it's really it's got to be the national championship, man. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just that simple. I think, you know, so we've talked about this before, but just the reactions that we had at not only the championship game, but the Auburn game was really intense. And just being in that environment and how emotional that was for a lot of people and how exciting all those games were. I think was just makes those games classics in their own right. Not just for UVA fans, but I think a lot of people really enjoyed watching those games. So I agree. I think that's an easy pick for you. Unfortunately, I wasn't at the championship game, so I that's not going to be mine, but it would have been if it was. Yeah, so what's your best in-person game? I, You know, so I was going back and forth. I really, re- I mean, I had a fantastic time at the Final Four game against Auburn. I think that... Kyle Guy's free throws at the end and just the back and forth of that game was really incredible. But I think I have to go back to 2014 for Syracuse coming to JPJ and uh, ranked number four in the country at the time. And the number 12 Virginia Cavaliers led by Joe Harris and Malcolm Brogdon and Akil Mitchell uh, knocked them off. 75 to 56 and that was the first outright ACC regular season championship in over 33 years and of course we go on to win the ACC tournament that year and get our uh, first one seed in a very long time and so I think that that game is special to me because of the significance of it and how important that that game was for a lot of fans and a lot of people you know going on the court afterwards watching the net get cut down and also just looking at you know not only our roster you know Akil Mitchell, Mike Toby, Malcolm Brogdon, London Parentes, Joe Harris start the game but we have Darian Atkins on that team, Anthony Gill's on that team, Justin Anderson's on that team and that was a stacked team who was new at this winning thing and it was really really fun to see that come out and you know happen dude yeah i i was gonna say that was gonna be my honorable mention game because to me that's like you know tony bennett had been at uva for four or five years before that but to me that was kind of like the stamp of like hey like we're here and ready to compete nationally and you know all the talk before that game if you remember was unbalanced schedule like virginia shouldn't even be here yeah and then uva it was like a close first half and then we just dominated that second half of that game i mean we won that game by almost 20 points yeah i mean to me that was like the stamp and it was you know it was just such a roaring crowd at jpj too like it was very much like hey like Virginia's come to play yeah you know not just today but you know for the long haul and it really felt like the beginning of the era of Tony Bennett you know we have the whole season you know up and down especially in December losing to Tennessee and Green Bay and then of course that we just ripped through that ACC schedule um, losing to Duke but you know we come out of it uh, 16 and 1 in the ACC and 25 and 5 overall it was an incredible season um, 
And of course, we beat Duke to win that ACC title. I think it's really interesting looking back too, looking at that Syracuse squad. Um, there's some like really big college basketball names on that Syracuse team. You think about C.J. Fair, Rakeem Christmas, Jeremy Grant was on that team, Tyler Ennis, uh, Trevor Cooney. You know, um, I, the, a lot of names that a lot of people remember because of how good that Syracuse team was, and that two-three zone uh, was incredible. But the in the second half, especially, the team found a way to get through it. And you know, just some just some memories from that game was the half court alley oop from Prentice to Mitchell yes, in the first half, yes. which I, I I always you know I for a while I remembered it as being in the second half, but it was actually in the first half, and it was just so hyped the whole time. It felt like we were winning, even though we were down at halftime. And then of course the uh, London Prentice three from about the about the tip of the V saber was really incredible and really pushed us forward and got us the win. So I think that's probably my favorite game that I've been to. Excellent pick, man. Yeah. Excellent pick. Uh, all right, favorite game that we didn't go to that we saw on TV. Uh, what do you got here, Dustin? Is it is it the reverse of mine? Um. You, so I think that's a cop-out, to be fair. So I'm going to choose a different one because that one's so easy. It's like, well, of course, winning the national championship is my favorite one. But there's there's a couple that really stand out. And I think one of them, to me, was the ACC tournament win over UNC in 2018. Um, I know the game after that wasn't great, but I think that that makes that tournament win so much you know, better. I was actually on a plane, so I was watching it on the plane. Um, so that was that makes it really memorable for me. A couple others that I wanted to mention. Actually, you go first. I'll mention mine later. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, like you said, we'll exclude like the rest of the national championship run um, last year. Uh, so with that said, I'll go Duke 2018. Mm-hmm. We won at Duke. It was the first time uh, UVA had won at Duke since 1995, first time winning in Cameron Indoor, and it just had such a big game deal, man. We were number two, uh, they were number four. It was late January game, and you know that was the game where Ty Jerome threw the fake pass to nobody, mm-hmm. and you know hit that long three towards the end. Yeah, and yeah, I just remember being so thrilled after that game. You know, like that. You know, again, same season you're talking about, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Dude, to win at Duke, I mean, that's, there's actually a recent athletic survey recently, and, you know, people have talked about this on Twitter, too, is, like, who is Virginia's ba- biggest basketball rival? And a lot of people will say, oh, it still means a lot to be Virginia Tech, and a lot of people say, oh, you know, UVA versus North Carolina, and I think all those arguments have merit, but the UVA-Duke games just, I don't know, they just, like, they feel tense, you know? They, mm-hmm. ju- they just bring something out. So beating Duke and Cameron, uh, that was awesome, man. You, you know, I, I agree with you. Is Playing Duke is something different. It's not like a rivalry, a, a true rivalry per se, but it is one where it feels like we're fighting for the top spot in the ACC because in the past couple of years, that's what it's been. It's been UVA and Duke kind of fighting back and back and forth. Um, Duke, of course, with its five stars and its one and dones and UVA playing, you know, really strict defense and having some really talented players as well. Uh, UNC's been good as well, but they haven't really, you know, quite 
been, especially in the regular season, I think been at the level of Duke and UVA over the past years. And now when you look at like ESPN or Sports Illustrated or Bleacher Report, you'll see UVA put up there with Duke and UNC for just those perennial basketball powers, which is something really special, which is something that no one could have even dreamed of, you know, 10 years ago in 2010, like a year after Tony Bennett comes to Charlottesville. So I think that's kind of why it's so special to play Duke is because we're fighting for the top spot in the ACC. That's kind of what it feels like to me. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. It's almost like nationally too, because, you know, Tony Bennett has had, you know, all things considered, a lot of really good recent success against UNC. And, you know, UNC has won championships recently too, but Tony Bennett always seems to be a step ahead when yeah. we play them. Yeah. And then, you know, Virginia Tech, you know, that's kind of a regional rivalry, but obviously they haven't been, you know, with the exception of the one year uh, with Buzz Williams, you know, they really haven't been a nationally ranked team for most of, you know, our our fan, uh, you know, time we've been fan at least. But right. Duke, you know, regardless, they're always preseason top five. You know, they always have the Zion Williamson's or, you know, all the top recruits, just like you said, you know, not just the five stars, like the one and done top three lottery pick type five stars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it just, it feels just like it's always an uphill battle against them, which, you know, sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't, but, you know, it's been, those games just bring something out different in me, man. Yeah. So beating, beating Duke that year was awesome. Yeah, I agree. I do want to give a special mention to a couple games where UVA was out of the game. They were not really particularly fun games to watch, but they were really fun at the end. Was the Wake Forest game in 2017 when um, Darius Thompson hit the buzzer beater to beat Wake Forest. Um, And that was a horrible game. We played awful. Uh, but uh, we walked away with a win. Actually, I think that was 16. Yeah, I was going to say it was 16. It was 2016. It was my third year, and yeah. I remember I was watching that game at the library, mm-hmm. and I was like so down because we were down, what, it was like 10 points with like a minute left, and right. I left the library, <laughs> and I got back to my apartment, and my roommates were like, did you see that? I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> no, it was insane. I was watching at my apartment. I was doing homework. It was an awful game. I almost turned it off. But uh, luckily, I didn't, and it was a great, great f- finish. And the other one kind of like that is the Louisville game in 2018 where DeAndre Hunter hit uh, the shot with 0.9 seconds left to beat Louisville, uh, keeping that anti-Louisville streak kind of alive. That felt really good as well. Yeah, I mean, those those games almost felt like mirror images. Like, mm-hmm. that one I remember, too, because it was so weird. It was the same type of deal. Like, we weren't playing well. I was working late that night, and I went home, and I remember, like, coming through my apartment lobby, and it was on the TV, and I was like, what? And I saw that DeAndre shot went in, you know, like, two minutes after I started watching, and I was just just blown away, Yeah, you know? It was almost mirror images. Right, and I think those are really special to me, and those remind me, or I think about those a lot because – that that stuff used to not happen to Virginia. You know, you can think back. There was one, I forget which ACC tournament it was, but there was one ACC tournament. We were up on Miami with like a minute left, up 10, and somehow Miami fought back and won at the very end. Um, but stuff like that, buzzer beaters, you know, winning championships, that used to not happen to UVA basketball. And it's really fun to have it happen now 
and you know it's it's still happening and i'm excited to see more yeah dude absolutely well like we said dude, the basketball there's a lot of good ones to talk about right you know we, we can keep going this basketball. one was easy yeah we can do more <laughs> we can do top 10 yeah <laughs> there's a lot of fun games. like all the all the game day games that we've had at jpj over the past couple of years have been really fun to go to um you know the the all the ACC tournament games have been fun to watch. The games against ACC opponents and the and also the the fall tournament games have been fun to watch on TV. And there's just so many really good memories from the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean, you say like honestly, past couple like we could do this like past five even. And yeah, fill up three hours. <laughs> yes, easy two pods. Part two one, full part pot two. part one part two but we're only doing one today and we are going to move on to football um and so we're going to do our first our favorite in-person football game uh that we remember and rob i want you to go first yeah man i mean for me it was virginia tech this past year you know that was <laughs> It's a it cop just out. So i'm sorry i'm gonna it's so cop easy. out <laughs> Virginia Tech football. Yeah. Uh, dude, I had been waiting for that win for so long. And obviously, there had been so many heartbreaks before that. Um, you know, being there in person and, you know, it was it was not the best time for the game, you know, like noon Friday after Thanksgiving. You know, I was I got into the stadium a couple minutes late. I got into the stadium right after Bryce had scored his first touchdown. And but, you know, like being up there and, you know, you were there and seeing a ton of people there, you know, having my parents there um dude i mean that was just such an awesome experience like i i just love that game no i that was incredible i'll I'll again take the cop out (laughs) what are you going with that no i think i think that's a great one i uh i'm gonna say i this kind of cop out too but uh, florida state this year um beating florida state and just being able to see that in person it also felt like a like a you know, a kind of a turning point for this team when, when we were able to beat them with, you know, the goal line stand, uh, last second stand on the goal line after the Brian Delaney, uh, uh, point after miss, you know, kind of put us down, but scoring two touchdowns in the last seven minutes, uh, was really, really great. And, uh, I'll remember that one forever too, because Florida state played really well as well. And we also, you know, had a great game. So I was really happy for that. Yeah, I mean, Bryce's two-point conversion, you know, mm-hmm. if he wasn't such a great player, like, we would talk about that play so much more. But there's just so many other plays that he made, too, so it doesn't stand out as much. But that two-point conversion run was incredible. And, like, he was hurt when that happened. Like, he was yeah. playing on a bum knee. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. You know, another, another one that kind of reminds me of that Florida State game would have been Miami two years ago mm-hmm. um, that night game against them I remember the first time I don't know if it was the first time it was the first time I had heard them play swag surfing yeah and like to see the players like get so into it and the fans were so into it and you know honestly it wasn't nearly as big of a crowd as you know the Virginia Tech game or the Florida State game you know it just wasn't because that was Virginia what they went seven and five eight and five with a bowl game that season but mm-hmm. the year before they were six and six six and seven with the bowl game yeah so you know it was st- still kind of the build up there but yeah that night game was so much fun man you know um we you know <laughs> we we don't always fill up the stadium but these past couple of years you know when there's a big game you know we do fill up the stadium mm-hmm. and 
uh, it's been cool to see those type of crowds and environments. I agree. I think I want to give a, another one that I was, I, there was no way I could pick it because we were so bad this year, but a game that I, that was really, really fun to watch in person was the, I don't know if you remember this, but the Virginia Syracuse game in 2015 in three overtimes. I remember um, that, man. I that, covered that game. Yeah, so that was a fun game to watch. I mean, it was cold. <laughs> there was no one in the stands. But it went to three overtimes, so that was really exciting. That one, I remember that one. <laughs> I think any overtime game in person, you know, you kind of, it kind of sticks with you a little bit because of how exciting it gets and how, uh, how the fans react to that and how the teams react to that too. I think there's just an extra element of, you know, wonderfulness there. Uh, another one that sticks out to me, another overtime game, is UVA-UNC. I want to say like 2006, 2007 with Albert Payne, the Payne train, uh, getting in. <laughs> Throwback. Yeah, way way back. Uh, that, see, but like once again, an overtime game, long time ago, sticks with me because of how exciting it was, how fun it was to watch. Yeah, and you know, it's kind of it's kind of weird because you know we didn't win, and at times it wasn't even close. This next game, but. You know, honestly, just being at the Orange Bowl this past mm-hmm. year, you know, was awesome. And, you know, we played about as well as we could have, all things considered. You know, yeah. Florida was clearly the better team. But, you know, just tailgating for that game and being in the stadium with that game and having, like, a real-life halftime show at that game. You know, like, it just had such, like, a big game feel to it. Yeah. And, you know, UVA football, you know, <laughs> our our four years at UVA, um, you know, we were – two and nine our first year or sorry two and ten our first year and two and ten our fourth year you know like from a team that like we were happy when we beat vmi you know and whenever mm-hmm. it was 2013 um or even broncos first year you know losing to richmond that first game mm-hmm. coming that far and playing in a big game like that you know obviously i'd remember it way more fondly if we won but you know the build-up to that game was also a ton of fun yeah i agree i think i think some other ones that were really fun and really memorable um, you know, back when we were kind of bad, it was like the game, the games against the big teams, like the USC game, the Oregon game, the Notre Dame game, uh, the Louisville game when, when they had uh, Lamar Jackson. I think that all those games were really, really fun to be at, but not fun at the end. So they don't really, <laughs> they don't count. <laughs> well, like those Notre Dame and Louisville games, I think it was Notre Dame 2015 and uh-huh. Louisville 2016. Yeah. I mean, Again, talk about like a mirror image of each other. Like mm-hmm. UVA goes up with two minutes left and then a heartbreak at the end. Yeah. But um, dude, yeah, both of those could have been so much fun. You know, watching Oregon with Mariota and watching, you know, I mean, even going back to Clemson when they had Sammy Watkins and uh, and Boyd. God, poor Tim Harris. You know, I geez, like just getting burned down the field for 80 yard touchdown. I mean, it was incredible to watch, but it was really sad <laughs> at the same time. I, and the USC game, uh, I think that, I think it still is the, the record for attendance at Scott stadium, like 60 something thousand, 65, maybe. Yeah. Um, it was high 64, I think. Yeah. And so just seeing the, the kickoff and the, we had some fire jets fly over for that game, but you know, just getting smacked uh was bad and that was with um uh what's his face it was uh mr butt fumble yeah mark sanchez yeah their quarterback yeah 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 so i mean and that was that was the peter lawick year for us mm-hmm. 
the experiment yeah yeah <laughs> he didn't finish out the year <laughs> that ended poorly it ended poorly okay um so we're gonna move on to our favorite uh, or favorite football games that we didn't watch in person but before we do that uh, i do want to talk about our sponsor bet online once again so once again there is no shortage of action going on even though we don't have college sports there are other sports going on like ufc boxing nascar international soccer and they have all resumed play and bet online has all the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches bet online also offers hundreds of live casino games poker tournaments and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. So let's get into our favorite football games that we watched on the TV or not live or something like that. And, you know, when we were talking earlier, we mentioned that this was a really difficult one to do. Because there's not a lot of happy memories on the road for UVA football, you know, in the past, in, in our lifetimes, really. Yeah, dude, I mean, it's, you know, I guess you could say we're, like, kind of lucky that, like, you know, go, both going to UVA and then, you know, you growing up in Charlottesville and me, like, going up with season tickets and going to games, you know, we've seen a lot of good games at home, mm-hmm. you know, even in years when we weren't so good, you know, Mike London would beat Miami at home every, every year, year yeah. you know? So we, we do that, but yeah, dude, there's these road wins are few and far between, man. You know, we've, <laughs> we've been lucky to see them at home, but there's not a lot on the road. So for me, um, you know, again, we're saying like, this is during our fandom, you know, call it early two thousands. Uh, for me, I'll go to the 2011, uh florida state win Mm -hmm. we beat them 14 to 13 you know because that was the year you know that year kind of felt like 2007 a little bit you know when we were winning all these games by really close margins and you know mike london was still considered like a hot up-and-coming coach Mm -hmm. and you know we had beat miami on the road and then you go and you beat florida state on the road and it was in such dramatic fashion too you know there was all the penalties on that last drive and we were lucky Florida State missed the field goal, but there was so it was such like a tense ending of that game. So um, for me, I'll go with that. But at the same time, you know, like we said, there's not a ton to choose from here. Yeah, I know, and and I think that's a really good one. I think mine was closing out the Orange Bowl in 2007. Uh, UVA uh, destroys Miami 48 to zero. You know, watching that on TV, I remember with being with my dad. And just being like, there's no way that we can win this game because, you know, all of Miami's greatest players are there. Miami's hyped for this game. Stadium's packed. And we just blew them out. And it was really, really fun to watch because beating Miami, it happens a lot here for some reason. I think Miami is always a team that underperforms for whatever reason, but it was really, it's really fun to beat Miami because of how good they used to be and how cocky they are all the time about their team. So I think that was really fun for me. Yeah, you know, I remember that game. I remember it because I don't remember it. Because yeah. I remember I was on a camping trip that night. Oh. And I remember, like, someone's dad had, like, come to pick us up in the morning and we asked about the UVA game. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, UVA killed him. It was, like, 48 to nothing. We're yeah. like, no, like no what, what actually happened? You got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be right. Um, yeah, and 
I remember the, I remember like that moment of shock I was like, whoa, this is like real. Cause that was before like smartphones and everything. It was yeah. before you could just like check, like I had to go and look at the newspaper that next morning and see what happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, that game was on ACC network a couple weeks ago and I watched it and yeah, I mean, God, I wish I could have seen that live because that, that would have been awesome. Too. No, yeah, it was really cool. And you know, we, the, the team UVA team played really well and it was more like Miami just played really bad that night and uh it was really fun to watch i thought yeah i mean whoever their quarterback was i remember watching it the other week i was just like kyle wright kyle wright damn you got a memory dude well no i'm on espn right now (laughs) i'm looking it up (laughs) no nine of 21 94 yards three interceptions 0.8 qb rating brutal yeah and uh you know this this uva team was really really something you know especially like looking at um i'm looking at our our receiving and rushing and you know we had jameel sewell at quarterback al grove was the coach mikhail simpson and keith Payne were our running backs we had john phillips and tom santi and jonathan stupar all at the same time tight tight in you right there and um, just a really great, great team. Um, good defense. We were ranked 19 at the time, which I don't think I remember. You know, I thought in my mind we were going in as like true underdogs, but really we were really good that year. And I just that that slipped my mind. I think just going up in the Orange Bowl and Miami, I think it got stuck in my mind that Miami was actually the better team when in fact they were not. Yeah. I don't know if they made a bowl game that year, but I remember they were fighting for a bowl game spot. But yeah, you know, like they had all they had all the alumni from like when they won national championships, like mm-hmm. in the stadium to close down the Orange Bowl. You know, they had the Rock come in, yeah, uh, the booth for a bit. So yeah, I mean, talk about a big game feel. You know, even if Miami wasn't that good that year, yeah, um, it definitely had it. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that was fun. I think the Florida State game uh, was really fun as well. I think that was. You mentioned it, but um, that was fun to watch. I think watching the bowl game, the Belk Bowl, was really fun to watch as well. Just yeah, just shutting one. out South Carolina. Uh, but for me, I think the Miami game, the Orange Bowl, shutting it down was really, really fun. And it sticks in my mind. Yeah. And it's funny you bring up the Belk Bowl, too. Or, um, you know, as it'll future be called, the Duke Mayo Bowl. Duke Mayo but, Bowl. Um, <laughs> It's such it's, a it weird name. Weird. It's um, such a weird name. And, and no, you know, it's, I mean, sorry, I was just going to say that uh, on Twitter, they changed their name because the Belk Bowl had a really good Twitter presence and I followed them because I thought they were funny. And they already just started tweeting just random stuff about mayonnaise. And it's really, <laughs> I'm going to keep following them because I think it's great. I, I read it was the same social media team, but it's just the sponsor that's changed. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, we'll get the same content, you know, just with mayo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is even better than Belk, yeah. I would say. I'm a big mayo but, guy. I put mayo on everything. Oh, yeah. I, I feel that. Um, but yeah, you know, the actual game, that was one that I was like on the fence of going to. And I was like, ah, you know, Charlotte, it's a three-hour drive. Like, you know, I it's an sec team you're probably gonna lose you know i was on the fence of going and kind of backed out at the last minute and now i wish i would have gone because 
You know, if you remember the year before, it was the year Navy smacked us in that bowl game. Yeah, it was terrible. And I was like, oh, you know, like that in the back of my mind, too. And, you know, to do that to South Carolina was really, really cool. Yeah, and I, I remember, you know, they had a pretty good team that year. I remember one of their receivers set out. Yeah, Debo Samuel. Yeah, Debo Samuel set out. Um, but they were not a bad team, and so I think it was really really fun to beat them when you know we had a good team and they had a great team uh just looking back at the highlights of it Zacchaeus uh in his final game you know having a fantastic game having three touchdowns and uh, 100 yards receiving um really just a great way to go out for him yeah, and I mean, our secondary was so good that game, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Bryce Hall played amazing. Tim Harris and Juan Thornhill both had interceptions. Um, yeah, like, maybe things would have been different if Debo Samuel was on the field. Like, he certainly proved himself to be really, really good in the NFL last year. Yeah. Um, but, dude, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it was fun to watch. All right, are you ready to move on to our last topic, the non-revenue sports? I'm ready, man. Well. What's your best in person one? This wasn't. This is actually really easy for me um, because I haven't uh, been to any of the non-revenue championship games. But one I did go to was UVA baseball versus UC Irvine in the Charlottesville Super Regional uh, game three in 2011. That was really really fun for me because we. Chris Taylor hit a single in the bottom of the ninth to win the game and send us to the College World Series. So I was there with my dad, and we had we had really good seats, and so we were right next to third base. And when the two runners came around uh, to score twice, it was it was really awesome. So I'll remember that one forever, just to send us to our second College World Series in three years, and uh, in the way that it happened too was really great. Yeah, definitely. You know, that I wish I'd been to like more baseball games. Just like as a general comment. Like, yeah. When I was in school, I wish I went to more baseball games. Yeah, I think um, it, they're really fun. Really fun to go to. Really chill. And now you can drink at them. I know. There's baseball. beer there. <laughs> there's beer. They've got a whole like beer section to sit in. It's great. That should, that should have been there five years ago, two years ago. Yeah, dude. I mean, if Corona hadn't hit, like, I would have loved to have been there this spring. I know. Um, I'm excited right. for sorry, this is a tangent, but I'm excited for UVA baseball this upcoming season because with the MLB draft getting shortened to five rounds, a lot of UVA's players who didn't get drafted are coming back. And so our team is supposed to be really good next year because of all the returning players. Who yeah, other who yeah. otherwise would have left for the major leagues. It'll be exciting. You know, I admittedly don't follow the baseball team as closely, um, but I know a lot of people were really excited on Twitter. Not necessarily that these guys didn't get drafted, but like just the team that we'll have coming back, you know, because it's been a down couple of years for the squad. So hopefully we'll be able to bump it back up this coming season. Yeah, it should be good. How about you? What was your favorite non-revenue in-person live event? Uh, I'll go the lacrosse national championship back in 2011 mm-hmm. uh my dad and i went we actually saw a lot of games in that run because i remember we beat bucknell round or no i'm thinking of a different game so no we didn't see the bucknell game but yeah um we 
yeah, we we went to a game earlier that season. I think we saw Penn. I think it was the game right before that Bucknell game is what I'm thinking of. So we saw that right before the tournament. And then, you know, to go to the Final Four, it was in Baltimore. Uh, we beat Denver, and then we beat Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that game was so hot. And it was just like sitting in the Ravens stadium was like miserable. I'm sure the players were like so hot too. But um, yeah, you know, that was the year that the Braden twins got kicked off the team mid-year. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, you know, what's, what's going to happen with UVA? You know, they were the stars of the team. Um and then that was like the Steel Stanwick year, mm-hmm. you know, Steel Stanwick. And I think it was Chris Bach just that, took over uh, was on that team. Yeah. yeah. Just took over and it was a game changer. And I mean, heck, like people were talking about us playing without the Brown twins. I think Colin Briggs, who became like the star midfielder on that team after they left, I'm pretty sure he missed the Denver game too. So, you know, in the final four game, you know, we didn't have like our three starting middies from uh, halfway during the season and we destroyed Denver yeah. Um, I remember we beat them really bad. And then mm-hmm. Maryland game was really close. But yep. We pulled away at the end. And I think we had an open goal or an open net goal at the end. Mm-hmm. And Briggs had four or five goals. Yeah, um, you, you stole my you stole my not live game. But that's okay. Because <laughs> I, I, that <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember that one really well. Because um, I played lacrosse in high school. And so I was really, you know, taken with the UV lacrosse team. Went to a lot of games. But... You know, that year, the thing I remember the most is that UVA was always known for their offense under Dom Starzia, you know, going really fast, having a defense that caused a lot of turnovers. And that season, about midseason, when the uh, Brattons got kicked off, they switched to a zone, which was really strange. right, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was the defense that won all these games because in in past years and, and... you know, now we're kind of back to the old UVA way of just running gun, but that 2011 team played really kind of slow, and so they would play zone, they would kind of stall on offense a little bit, but, you know, had a really, really strong offensive star in Stanwick, and just great, great zone play, which was fantastic. Yeah, you know, it was that season was so weird. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was a weird season. You know, it was one of those where you're just like, if you had looked at that team, cause that team struggled for a bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, midway through the season. And like, if you had told anyone that team was going to win the national championship that year, they would have called you crazy. Um, but dude, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry to take that from you. No, it's uh, okay. I'll find another one, but you well, do it. You... While you find the other one, I'll go with, <laughs> you do have to go uh, first. My, my tv one um which for me was probably the soccer national championship Mm -hmm. and um i think it was 2014 um because that team that was our second year in college and i was still doing cav daily and I, i was actually covering that team that season and you know it was it was really cool for me like as kind of like a personal experience to really like you know start out like during their summer camp and like interview the guys like starting then and you know follow the team and write about the team and get all the way into December when the game was and to see them win the national championship and even though there was some controversy because they parked the bus is what a lot of people said um, yeah that was it was a really cool uh experience you know for me and then also just seeing the game because it was you know obviously a national championship game so 
for me, that was a lot of fun to see. So, so I fun fun thing about that game, I watched it on TV, and then when the bus came home that night, I actually went to the bus and saw the team get off, and I got a picture with the trophy um, that night because I lived in Lambeth, which is right next to JPJ and um, and the old U-Haul. So we, me and some buddies went over and took some pictures and it was really great. Congratulated the team as they got off. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that was an fun. Awesome experience. I think mine, I'm going back to baseball, the uh, 2015 world series or college world series championship uh, over Vanderbilt. I think that was really great to watch as well, especially considering the year before we had been favorites over Vanderbilt and Vanderbilt had beat us. Um, and this year, we were the underdogs, but heavy underdogs to Vandy, and we were able to defeat them in three games. And I, I just rewatched these a couple days ago on ACC Network when they reshowed all three of them, and just you know rewatching that team, the great defensive play. That team was another great defensive team, uh, not allowing a lot of runs, having some pitchers who threw a lot of. Uh, a lot of sliders, a lot of uh, balls hit to ground balls, and just a lot of great defensive plays from our team. So I that was that is my favorite memories the College World Series. Dude, yeah, I'm, I remember both of those two recent ones because the first one I was at the beach and you know we ended up not losing, but I remember just staying up to watch those games. Mm-hmm. And then um, the second time, you know, a couple years later when we won was actually when I was studying abroad in Spain. So uh-huh. the time difference was. <laughs> you know so big and like the the one game went so late during that run mm-hmm. like so many extra innings i forget which game it was um but i remember like waking up the next morning and like checking my phone and like oh this game's still not over <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll never forget that walking to class and seeing if we won the baseball game only to find out it's still it's happening. still going on that's funny that's funny yeah I think but we won that game if i remember right though Whatever it was. I don't remember which game it was. But I know we, we lost the first game and then won the second two. Yep. I think it was the game two. Yeah. It, it, either way. Like either was, way. That, that was a cool run to experience. The, sure. the other thing is before we even got into the finals with Vanderbilt, we had to get through Florida and Florida had been ranked really high all season, had great offense. And I remember just shutting down Florida. Florida had a, you know, a couple really great hitters on that team. And I remember just shutting them down and not being, they, they weren't able to do anything against our defense. Um, which is really weird to say in baseball, you know, baseball defense is kind of a lot different than, you know, other sports like football defense or basketball defense. Uh, but you know our defense played really well against Florida and of course against Vanderbilt too. So I, I just remember that. Uh, I guess I'm a defensive guy. If you if you uh, when it comes down to it. Well, even even do that soccer um, game I mentioned. You mm-hmm. know the whole story of that game was <laughs> we just parked the bus. No right? offense. Like it was yes. A defensive win. It was like all right, we're playing for PK. We're, we're gonna let UCLA um, do do all the work. Yeah. <laughs> so Virginia, they've done an okay job with kind of defense first championships during our lifetime yeah i agree i agree well rob is there anything else you want to talk about any games that stick out to you 
No, nah, man. I mean, this was actually a lot of fun. Like, it, like we said, we were kind of like digging for content. <laughs> and um, no, this no, was this was nice an thing. easy thing. The content is coming <laughs> to us these days. A lot of content. So much content. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, this was cool. A little trip down memory lane. So hopefully, hopefully, our listeners kind of enjoy this too and get get some thoughts flowing. Yeah. Let us know. I, I think some of our listeners are older than us. Um. So if y'all have any games that you watched on, on TV or listened on the radio or even saw in person that stick out to you, some of your favorites, let us know. We'd love to hear it. And we will see you guys next time. Go Who's. Oh, wait. I need to do the closeout. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Guys and Ties Pod. Follow us on uh, Snapchat and Instagram at Guys and Ties Pod. Rob's got all your bonus content over there. Go ahead and check out Armchair media they've got a bunch of stuff going on with all the sports coming back make sure to check out armchair for all your favorite podcasts and we will see you guys next time we do a podcast go who's Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.